This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. This is Peter and Tricia welcoming you to Great News and God's Views on Free FM 89.0, Independent Community Media. We invite you to listen every Sunday for a presentation of historic Bible-based Christianity, highlighting preaching of the Word, classic songs, hymns, and spiritual songs. Our worship theme today, Sharing Christ is the Most Joyous Task We Can Experience. Not-so-random harvest. Depend upon and act out of only the Spirit and do not give up are the closing admonitions of a loving challenge Paul offers as he reaches out to us across the centuries with his heart rich lard in his own hand. We read from Galatians chapter 6, beginning at verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season all shall reap, if we faint not. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Ye see how large a letter I have written unto you with mine own hand. As many as desire to make a fair show in the flesh, they constrain you to be circumcised, only lest they should suffer persecution for the cross of Christ. For neither they themselves who are circumcised keep the law, but desire to have you circumcised that they may glory in your flesh. But God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me and I unto the world. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creature. And as many as walk according to this rule, peace be on them, and mercy, and upon the Israel of God. Be patient one with another. Paul continues teaching his main message here, that by the Spirit alone is everything transformed, and that this new creation is everything. So those who have been touched and made new by the Spirit should depend on the Spirit, not the law or its reproach, to reach out and to restore others. Those who pretend to be serving the law by imposing it on others are simply into egotistical power plays. They should look more to their own game than to their neighbours. They might remind us of the golfer who said to his caddy, You must be the worst caddy in the world. No, sir, the caddy replied. That will be too big a coincidence. There is no judgment in those redeemed by the Spirit. In gentleness and in charity they will look at others and see the best. They will see them transformed before they actually are, which will be part of the transforming process. When we see people hot on the trail of other people's offences, we can guess that their own have not been taken off their backs yet. 
I was visiting in a home once when I accidentally knocked a sweet off an advent chain of sweets. The young boy of the family was absolutely Gestapo-like in his mission to announce loudly my awful offence to everyone. That child was so heavily under the gun himself that his need for the relief of redirecting blame to others was overwhelming. This kind of distraction from looking to one's own work just postpones the day of reckoning with one's own guilt and need for freedom from it. You who have received the Spirit don't have to go around with all kinds of opinions and assumptions that you know are right. You can be wrong sometimes, and that's all right, because your transgressions, all of them, past, present, and future, have been accounted for. So you don't need scapegoats to accuse and attack, and you can deal gently with those who may need some brightening of their ways to gradually sink in. Be patient with ourselves. Probably those who heard it will never forget Winston Churchill's commencement address in which the entire text was, Never give up, never give up, never, never, never give up. What is planted will in due time be harvested. You can depend on it. Paul says, Therefore, let us not grow weary in doing what is right. His heartwarming words of encouragement include himself as one who also has his own need for this perseverance. He reminds me here of a story about Poland's famous concert pianist and Prime Minister Ignacy Paderewski. A mother, wanting to encourage her young son in the piano, took him to a Paderewski concert. They found their seats near the front and admired the imposing Steinway waiting on stage. As the mother got talking to a friend, the boy wandered off. At eight o'clock, the lights dimmed, the spotlights came on, and the audience looked up to see the little boy perched on the bench, plunking out, twinkle, twinkle, little star. Gasping, the mother got up to get to her son, but the master had already walked on stage and went quickly to the piano. Don't quit, keep playing, he said, leaning over the boy. With his left hand, Paderewski began filling in the bass part. Then he reached around the other side with his right to add the top part encircling the child. Together, the young child and the old master held the audience enthralled. Even so, God surrounds and whispers to us over and over, don't quit, keep playing, as the Spirit gives its increase and majestic beauty to our humble beginnings. Paul knows from his own experience the dark, heavy power of discouragement. He wants to share the even more powerful resources and reasons to go through that wall. God's great help and the great harvest. Yes, joy comes with the morning. Psalm 30 verse 5. Travelling toward it as the Quakers say, may the Lord bless you and keep you going. Our first music today, Blessed Assurance. The singer of these songs is George Beverly Shea, who was born in 1909 and died in 2013 at the age of 104. He was a Grammy Award-winning Canadian-born American gospel singer and hymn composer. According to the Guinness Book of Records, Shea holds a world record for singing in person to the most people ever with an estimated cumulative live audience of 220 million people. This song, Blessed Assurance, was written by Fanny Crosby, who is heralded as one of the world's most prolific and talented hymn composers. Blind shortly after birth, Fanny nonetheless wrote 8,000 hymns. 
She was visiting her friend Phoebe Knapp at the Knapp home was having a large pipe organ installed. The organ was incomplete, so Mrs. Knapp, using the piano, played a new melody she'd just composed. When Knapp asked Crosby, what do you think the tune says, Crosby replied, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God. Born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission, perfect delight. Visions of rapture now burst on my sight. Angel descending, bring from above. Echoes of mercy, whispers of love. Perfect submission, all is at rest. I in my Savior am happy and blessed. Watching and waiting, looking above. Filled with His goodness, lost in His love. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Does the iconic Australian koala have its pouch upside down? This might sound like a silly question, but some biologists have claimed that the koala's downward-facing pouch would work better if it faced upwards. They argue that the koala pouch is only facing downwards because of its alleged evolutionary relationship to a wombat-like ancestor. However, koala pouches work extremely well in their current orientation. When koalas climb trees, as they must do to feed, their bellies rub against the bark. If the mother's pouch faced upwards, it would fill up with debris. Moreover, the rear opening has soft tissues and a ring of muscles that hold the young ones in. The pouch also secretes antimicrobial proteins to make it nice and clean just before it's due to carry a new young one. Thus, koala pouches are well designed, not poorly designed, as you would expect from the master designer. They do just what they were designed to do. To find out more from Creation Ministries International, visit our website, creation.com. You are listening to Great News and God's Views on Free FM 89.0, Independent Community Media. We continue with O Church Arise by Keith Getty and Stuart Townend. Keith Getty, born in Northern Ireland in 1974, has co-written and performed many songs with his wife Kristen. In conjunction with English hymn writer Stuart Townend, they have reinvented the English traditional hymn form, 
creating a catalogue of songs teaching Christian doctrine which have been estimated to have sung by a hundred million people. We play now O Church Arise.
We continue today's worship theme, Sharing Christ is the Most Joyous Task We Can Experience. A river runs through us. During the reign of England's Queen Victoria, she heard that a field worker's wife had lost her baby. Having lost her own child, Victoria could meet that mother with a special measure of understanding. She felt moved to leave her palace and go to the sorrowing mother's cottage. Upon being invited into the grieving mother's home, Queen Victoria spent most of that day consoling her. After the Queen left, neighbours asked what Victoria had said. Nothing, said the mother. She simply held my hand in her own and we wept together. Today's text calls us to an empathetic compassion like that. Among the unique characteristics of God and of God's people is that we take on one another's concerns and walk together through them to the joy that is always on the other side of sadness. The text takes us together to a sudden day of everlasting happiness when all God's people will experience peace like a river and tells us how to live in the meantime. Equally important, it says, God is with us now to comfort and encourage us and to send his grace through us to others. We read from Isaiah chapter 66, beginning at verse 10. Rejoice ye with Jerusalem, and be glad with her, all ye that love her. Rejoice for joy with her, all ye that mourn for her, that she may suck and be satisfied with the breasts of her consolations, that she may milk out and be delighted with the abundance of her glory. For thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the Gentiles like a flowing stream, Then shall ye suck, ye shall be borne upon her sides, and be dandled upon her knees. As one whom his mother comforteth, so will I comfort you, and ye shall be comforted in Israel. And when ye see this, your heart shall rejoice, and your bones shall flourish like a herb, and the hand of the Lord shall be known towards his servant, and his indignation towards his enemies. God's Broad Comfort God delights in calling himself an encourager for troubled souls. Throughout the Bible, he assigns himself roles and names that speak of his compassionate, encouraging care. As in 2 Corinthians 1.3, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. God's compassion is never more clearly revealed than his son Jesus, who as prophet, priest and king, left his palace to come among us. He has all of God stored within himself. Jesus has come to bring every loving, comforting benefit of God to us. The final evidence of God's commitment to us is the cross. The express ministry of his Spirit, given for us in and through the church, is comfort. The primary command God gives Christians is to bring comfort and encouragement to one another. God's comfort will always be found where God's people are. God's personal comfort. God's comfort will not, however, be locked up in a church building any more than it was locked up in heaven. His comfort in the Holy Spirit makes house calls. Today we find it in the intimate picture of a suckling baby. Previously, Isaiah spoke of God as a father figure who loves and protects. Now that father's love becomes a mother's love, An adult recalls losing her father at an early age of being raised by a lonely mother who made amazing sacrifices for her children. 
She said, Mother was both mum and dad to us. Here Isaiah says God possesses the special qualities of both a good father and a good mother. Isaiah's God is consistently masculine with all the finer qualities that men lack and women possess. Thus the prophet speaks intimately and compassionately and with equal serenity whether the image is male or female. Would Isaiah take sides in the current debate? Read for yourselves and you most likely come away with the sense that he might say, we are measuring in minors. What matters is that what God is about. What's your need? God will take on whatever human qualities are necessary to fulfill it. God's comfort through us. So also must we, for this is what the Lord has said, Behold, I will extend peace to her like a river. We who have received God's embrace are to be open channels through which his grace flows to bear witness of this comfort to the world. Paul doubted the sincerity of the members of the Galatian church who did not act as God's children. John, on the other hand, rejoiced when he saw God's children demonstrate the ways of their heavenly parent. In living that out, our own prosperity and encouragement and comfort is multiplied into all the world. We continue great news in God's views on Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media with Jesus is Lord by Keith Getty and Stuart Townend.
This is Peter and Tricia thanking you for joining us today for great news and God's views on Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. 89.0 is live streamed from freefm.org.nz or tune in and now on Amazon Echo devices using the Free FM 89 Alexa skill. We would love to hear your comments on this show. We can be contacted by email at greatnews376 at gmail.com. That is greatnews376 at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Our closing music today, How Great Thou Art. When I, in awesome wonder, consider all the worlds thy hands have made, I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art how great thou art and when i think that god his son not sparing sent him to die, I scarce can take it in, that on the cross my burden gladly bearing, he bled and died to take away my sin. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee, how great thou art, how great thou Sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. When Christ shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home, what joy shall Fill my heart, then I shall bow in humble adoration and there proclaim, My God, how great thou art. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.